Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles and training with them is the future of women's training. I also believe this training, nutrition and health stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard and we should all feel strong and confident. So this is your go-to show for practical information to build a stronger and healthier body. You'll find content on training, nutrition, hormones, and tons of experts who wanna help you get stronger and healthier. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 89. Next one, next stop, 90, which is very, very cool. As always, I am so grateful that you have whacked me in your ears, whether you're on your walk or your training. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for being here. I'm going to do a solo episode today, and it's on a topic that I've been thinking a lot about. And then a couple of weeks ago, one of my warriors asked me a great question, and it was around this topic. So I thought, okay, I got to do a podcast episode on it. But before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to share a couple of things with you. So first, it's been a couple of weeks since I've uploaded a episode. Well, not me, my podcast manager, Carson, who is my partner, for those of you who don't know. (laughs) He uh, edits and manages my podcast, as well as other areas of my business. Uh, And so... You know, don't worry, I have loads of episodes here waiting to be uploaded uh, with some really great guests on, but I really wanted to record a solo one uh, on this topic as this episode. But I've had a really big few weeks uh, full of all great stuff, but just a lot on. And I spent last week preparing the content for our end of year event for Warrior School, which we had over the weekend, Friday, Saturday. And it was epic. It was so cool. The topic for our end of year event was on strategy and creating the Warrior's plan. And I wanted to share a quote that I shared with my Warriors on the weekend. I think it's really, really cool. And we won't dive into our strategy and plans on today's episode. I will do an episode on this for you so you can think about your strategy for 2022 when it comes to your training. But I wanted to kick off the episode today with this really cool quote by James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. Now, I don't love the word habit, uh, and I haven't read his book. I've heard great things, but while I was doing my research on plans and strategies, Uh, His book and a couple of his quotes came up a few times. And this one I thought, it's a gem. It's a gem of a quote. All right, are you ready? Okay, here we go. 
Hard work is not always something you can see. It is not always physical effort. In fact, the most powerful form of hard work is thinking clearly. Designing a winning strategy may not look very active, but make no mistake, it is very hard work. Strategy often beats sweat. I love it. I just love it. Uh, it's, it's really cool. And we kicked our weekend off with that quote. And then we dived in to talking about strategy. Uh, you know, what is strategy? How do we create our strategy? What's important in a strategy? Okay, let's, let's do it. No, the other thing I wanted to share with you, I told you there was two things. So the other thing I want to share with you, which is also very cool, is that I created a free three-part video series on training with your cycle. And I believe that when we know our cycle, we know our body. And we can use our cycle as a tool to get more out of our training. So in this three-part video series, we dive into the science of the menstrual cycle, how to know and understand your cycle and why it's really key when it comes to your training. And in video three, we look at how to train in each phase of your cycle to get the most out of your sessions. You know, how to know when to push hard and when to prioritize recovery and rest. You can download the three-part series uh, with the link that I'll pop in the show notes or in my bio on the gram. Whack your email in and it will show up in your inbox. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's, let's do it. Let's talk about how to train hard in a respectful way. So a couple of my core values uh, when it comes to my business, Warrior School, this training stuff is uh, they are heart, respect, integrity, consistency, and discipline. And we're going to talk a lot about respect today and how we can train hard in a respectful way. A couple of weeks ago, one of my warrior women asked me a great question. She's actually known for asking great questions and being being very curious. And this was, uh, we did a bit of a awards recognition at the end of our event on the weekend. And this warrior got the award and recognition for being curious and asking great questions. So she asked, how do you know the difference between this session is really challenging and hard, but I need to push through to get stronger and my body is tired and I need to be kind to it and give it a break. Great question, yeah? You can understand why she got the award. Okay, I'm going to repeat it again because it's really important. How do you know the difference between this session is really challenging and hard, but I need to push through to get stronger and my body is tired and I need to be kind to it and give it a break. So I found that we can really struggle telling the difference between the two. And this warrior that asked me the question, she uh, pushed really hard in her training a few years ago. And she created a lot of stress. She burnt herself out. 
and she had some, you know, injuries and health problems from pushing harder and harder. And she started to train again. We've been working together for a few months, but she has a lot of fear around pushing hard in the session and pushing through to get stronger because she didn't listen to her body before when her body was telling her that what she was doing was creating a lot of stress. So before she wasn't working with her body and now she's really trying to learn how to work with her body. Uh, But she's afraid to train hard. And so, you know, where I want to start is strength training or training properly is really hard. It's hard. (laughs) And, you know, not a push harder and harder uh, and not work with the body kind of hard, but a it requires effort, respect, concentration, and a plan that works with the body kind of hard. So, Uh, those two are very different. And I think it's really important to start this conversation around training hard in a respectful way with like, what does that even mean? So we can have a training hard as in like pushing harder and harder, not listening to the body, Uh, you know, doing a lot of high intensity training, not eating enough, uh, not recovering well. And we just keep going until we, uh, go backwards or we burn ourselves out. And then B, we can have hard, but hard following a clear plan that works with our body. Uh, Hard as in, yes, the effort in the session is hard, but the body feels safe and we're recovering well from those sessions. We're actually tolerating it. And um, it could be hard as in complexity. It could be hard... Uh, from a, a weight perspective that we're lifting, but those two hards are very different. So we've got the harder and harder, just keep pushing and pushing and not listening. Then we've got and listening to the body. I'm following a clear plan and I can push hard with respect. And that respect comes from making sure that you set a foundation, that the body feels safe, Uh, that the metabolic health is good, that you're recovering well, uh, and that the training is working for you and you're tolerating it. And then you're following a very clear plan and good program that works with your body and it meets you where you're at. So, you know, when we are training, uh, when we're strength training and it feels hard, we often have this tendency to not push ourselves because it feels hard especially if you've trained hard and pushed yourself before. So especially if you've done A and A, you know, put a lot of stress on your body and you actually went backwards, you burnt out, you created a lot of hormonal problems and it put a lot of stress on your metabolic health. So maybe you stopped training for a while and this is what this warrior did. She stopped training for a while because she was going backwards and her body was so stressed. She spent some time recovering, healing the body and trying to gain some more energy. And then she was finally feeling better and she wanted to start to train again. And so we started to work together. Uh, But there was a problem. She was afraid to train hard in her sessions. She was scared to push herself again. So I believe we can train hard and push ourselves. 
but we need to learn to do it in that respectful way. We need to learn to do it in the way of be. And, you know, that definitely requires uh, a bit of a strategy. It requires us to understand our body. Uh, I think there's three sections uh, that we look at in warrior school when we are struggling with knowing when to start training and push hard in that training or when we need to prioritize rest and recovery. So those three sections are, one, does the body feel safe? Are you in a state of readiness? What's your metabolic health and recovery base look like? What are your markers telling you? Two, does your training program work with your body? Is it meeting you where you're at right now? And then three, am I tolerating and recovering from my training? And we look at tracking the training, the food, the cycle, the markers. Uh, So let's look at these three sections. And we can look at two different scenarios or case studies. The first one is maybe you haven't trained for, you know, 12 months or more because you pushed really hard and then you got burnt out and you stopped getting results and you actually went backwards. So you've started to, you know, try and heal the body Uh, and you're thinking about training again but you haven't started and you're actually quite scared to train because you don't want to go backwards you've spent maybe the last 6-12 months trying to heal the body and gain more energy and you're finally feeling better and so this is really common a lot of women are actually afraid to start training again because they don't want to go backwards now I believe that we can have a training practice one that is you know meets us where we're at and is very clear that it's going to work with our body and we can be healing at the same time. You know, I don't believe that we need to be fully healed and have all of those markers ticked off before we start training. I think training is really important in the healing journey and to help our metabolic health and our recovery base. It's just that where the friction is created is that we just want to go back and do what we were doing before because it worked at the start You know, at the start, maybe we felt better, we got some results, we lost some weight, and it really worked for us for a while until it didn't. And, you know, this is where we went backwards and we created a lot of stress. And a lot of us only know that way. You know, we only know the push harder and harder kind of hard. We don't know the the respectful kind of hard. And so now we're stuck and we're really scared. So how do we start training again? I think it's really important to have a clear plan and a strategy that's going to work with your body and meet you where you're at right now. So if you're still in this stage of like healing, working on your state of readiness and your metabolic health and your recovery base, we need a training practice that supports you where you're at. And for a lot of women, you know, starting a walking practice is a really powerful thing that we can do to support uh, our metabolic health, our recovery base, and to help us move into this state of readiness. And it's also this small promise we can make to ourselves, you know, uh, every day that we create space and we start moving our body. So I I always start with a walking practice with the women that I work with who haven't trained for over a year. 
and they want to start training again, but they're really scared and they're not sure if their body's ready. So we start with walking uh, and then we look at creating a training program that is just going to meet them where they're at. So it does depend on their state of readiness and what their markers are telling them. So we look at energy, sleep, temp and pulse, uh, cycle, appetite, uh, all of the, those metabolic markers that we talk about all the time. So it's really important to see where's the body at? What's the body telling us? And then we meet it where it's at with our training practice. So often a lot of women that I start working with that are in you know, this scenario, this case study, we start with walking and then we start with a mobility and uh, body weight strength practice a few times a week. And that might be for half an hour, 45 minutes. I found that, you know, if we're in this space, doing it, doing a session for about 45 minutes uh, is probably what we can tolerate at the start of our training journey. But, you know, in saying that, we just need to monitor our tolerance and our recovery. So each woman is very different. So we start working on our mobility, our range of motion, our stability, our body weight strength. And when we start this practice, what we're looking at is our markers, our recovery base. We're looking at, is my body tolerating the training? So how's my sleep? How's my energy? Uh, before training, after training, maybe during training. What does my temp and pulse do uh, when I wake up the next morning after training? What does my temp and pulse say after my training? So we're looking at these markers to tell us how uh, the body is responding and tolerating to and recovering from the training that we're doing. So that's how we would start a training practice uh, and work on this, you know, this fear around uh, starting training again and then going backwards again, is that we start slow, we start walking, we start with a practice that is a few times a week that works a lot on mobility, uh, range of motion, stability, body weight, strength, everything's slow, everything's controlled, we're just working on movement patterns and then we monitor our markers. Then we've got scenario two, uh, case study two, where you know your markers are pretty good. Uh, you've spent time healing, building a foundation. Uh, we can tick most of them off. And you've started to train. So you're actually training. You're, you're following your program that's been created to meet your body where it's at, uh, to work with your body. But when you're in your sessions, a fear comes up around, uh, a fear and an uncertainty around when to push hard to actually get stronger because we need to push through and push hard to actually build strength. <laughs> That's what strength training is. Uh, and then knowing actually that your body is tired and that you need to be kind to it and you need to give it a break. What do we do? What do we look at? Well, we look at our markers. So very similar to case study A uh, and the work that we've been doing, you know, before we started our training is around our recovery base, our metabolic health. So we're looking at those key markers and we're tracking to see if you're tolerating and recovering from the training. 
So there are a few things to this, I think, that we can pick apart when it comes to knowing, you know, when to push uh, hard in the session and the session is really challenging and hard and when to maybe modify it or be kinder or actually take a rest day. So we'll start with looking at those markers. You know, is your body feeling safe? Can you tick most of those markers off? What are the patterns? What's your, what is your body telling you? Because if you're sleeping well, your energy's good, your cycle's regular, uh, your temp and pulse are good, uh, all of these are great signs and it's telling you the body actually feels safe, uh, your recovery base is good, and your metabolic health is good, which means you have a great foundation to train and to train hard and to, to push to get stronger. Now, the only way we're going to know if the body is tolerating uh, and recovering well is if we just keep checking in with those markers and we keep uh, tracking our sleep and our energy, our temp and pulse, our cycle. And then over time, we see patterns, patterns in terms of how we felt, what our markers were saying, you know, maybe what day of the cycle we were on and how our training went. And with those patterns, we can then tailor the training based on what we see. But if I'm working with a woman and her markers are good, uh, you know, she has a good recovery base, good metabolic health, a good foundation, you know, we've spent time building some good movement patterns uh, and mobility and body weight strength stuff, I tell her to go for it. I actually say, you know, we should be trying to make everything harder every time that we show up to training. Now, of course, hard on one day is going to be different to hard on another. Uh, hard in the first half of our cycle can look different to hard in the second half of our cycle. Now, I don't mean hard in a very linear way, like we just have to keep going up and up and up and up. That's not how training works. That's not how our physiology works. It is very um, fluid and it's very up and down, but we can show up to our practice. We can check in with our body. We can check in with our markers. And if everything looks good, we should be training hard. We should be going for it. Uh, it should be challenging and hard. We should be trying to make it harder and PR, you know, and push through to actually get stronger. For those of you who have seen me train, you've seen the struggle. <laughs> Uh, the faces, you know, the complexity of the movement that I do, the demand that I place on my body is so high in my training sessions. Now, it's taken me obviously a long time to get there. I have a solid 10 years of training. Uh, and so if you're just starting, you're only in the first year or two, you know, hard for you is going to look different uh, to hard for me. And so that's also important. And it's not a, a comparison. It's more of an inspiration and understanding where you're at in your timeline. All right. So where, you know, we wake up, we plan to do this session. We've checked in with the body. We slept well the night before. You know, our tempo and pulse are good. Our energy feels good. Go for it. I hope the session is really challenging and hard. I hope you push through uh, to get stronger. I hope you're, you know, sore after that session. I hope you feel, you know, stronger and you have more confidence walking away from that training session. Now, if you, you know, maybe had a shitty sleep the night before, you didn't eat enough the day before, 
or there's a, maybe a lot of stuff going on right now. Maybe your temp is a little lower or your pulse is a little lower, your energy is a bit lower. There's a couple of things that we can do. Uh, we can modify our training time. So we could train a little later in the day when we actually are, um, our tolerance to training is a lot better. You know, we're more stable between 10 and 3. So we could push training back a little bit. Uh, maybe we go for a walk, we eat food, and then we check in with the body and we, we do our session. We could uh, modify our training. So we, could, we can still show up for our session, but maybe that session looks a little different and we can actually modify the session, the program. We can do that in a number of different ways. So we could modify, uh, maybe we rest longer between sets. Maybe we do less reps or less sets. We do less volume. Uh, maybe we... Uh, you know, we can manipulate the actual program to support where we're at on that day. Or maybe sometimes, you know, we even, we might not feel that great, but we just go for it and we push through. Uh, and maybe it goes really well, or maybe we learn that it didn't go that great. And that night we have a really bad sleep. The next morning we wake up and we have a low temp and pulse. You know, there's not a perfect way to do it. The only way you're going to know is through tracking all of your markers uh, and learning uh, what works for the body and what doesn't. So we have go for it. <laughs> if, you know, you have a good recovery base and your markers are really great and you've spent some time building a good foundation and working on your movement patterns, Go for it, you know, push harder, get stronger. Then we have, if we had a shitty sleep, um, but overall our markers are pretty good and our patterns are good. But just last night, unfortunately, we had a crappy sleep. We didn't eat enough the day before. Uh, we have those, we have two options. So we can modify the training time and modify the session, or we could rest. And we could take the day and maybe we walk or maybe we do a mobility sequence. Uh, we take the rest day, we make sure we nourish the body, uh, we sleep well, and then we wake up the next day and we train. So that is where we could also take it. Uh, and I think if we're always coming back to these three things, we're coming back to, does my body feel safe? Am I in a state of readiness? How's my metabolic health and my recovery base? As a big picture kind of you know, zoom out lens. And then we could look at, you know, how does my body feel on that day that I'm training? What happened the day before? That's really important to look at because uh, that will, over time, you'll find that if you didn't sleep well, you didn't eat enough, maybe you won't tolerate training uh, as well. Then we want to look at, you know, is my program working with my body? Is it meeting me where I'm at right now? So we're looking at our markers, our state of readiness, and then we're looking at our program. And this is where we can actually look at modifying the program based on, you know, where you're at right now or today. And then the third one is, are you tolerating it? Are you recovering from your training? And you can uh, only know that through writing in your training journal, tracking your training, 
are tracking all those markers and over time you'll see patterns. So doing these things is how we train hard in a respectful way. So, you know, I train really hard, but in a very respectful way. I always connect in with my body. I listen to my body. I meet my body where it's at. I've made sure that I've fueled my body uh, properly before I train. I sleep uh, to recover. You know, I do all these recovery practices to make sure that my body's recovering from my training. Uh, sometimes I modify my training depending on how I feel, where I am in my cycle. So it's actually really cool. What I've noticed in my own training and working with hundreds of women is that in the second half of our cycle, we tend to tolerate lower reps and higher sets. Uh, we find it a little harder to concentrate and have like the endurance in us to do high rep stuff. And so what I do with the programming with a lot of my women and my programming is that I actually do lower reps for more sets in the second half of my cycle. And I tolerate that a lot better. And a lot of the women that I work with tolerate that better. We get more rest in between our sets and we uh, get more out of the quality of the movements better in that second phase when we're doing lower reps. Whereas in the first phase, I can do higher reps and lower sets. So the volume might be the same in each phase of my cycle, but the way that I've structured it is different um, based on just what I've learned by tracking my training and my cycle and what I can tolerate and the quality of the movement that I can get in each phase. So I thought that would be pretty cool to share with you. And it's like little things like this that we'll notice if we, if we track. Um, we track our tolerance and our recovery. So if you're in this place of you know, how do I know the difference between this session is really challenging and hard, but I need to push through to get stronger and my body is feeling tired. I need to be kind to it and give it a break. I'll always say, come back to your markers, you know, especially if you're rebuilding trust and confidence in your body, especially if you uh, have been trying to heal your body and work on your metabolic health, come back to those markers. They're very objective. And they'll really help you understand where your body's at right now. And then know if you spent the time healing, your markers are good. That training should feel hard. Strength training is hard. Training properly is hard. And that's okay, especially if you're following a plan that's working with your body and is meeting you where you're at. Uh, and remember that, Harder and harder and pushing and pushing kind of hard is very different from following a clear plan that works with your body and training hard respectively, respectively uh, by listening to the body are two very different things. And so that will help you understand uh, the difference between the two. Okay, Warrior Woman, I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions on this, I highly recommend that you send me a DM on the gram and uh, I can dive into it further. But I hope that's helpful for, you know, for you if you're stuck in this place of, you know, being in your session and training and it feeling hard, know that it's meant to feel really hard, that we actually have to push ourselves hard, like really hard to get strong. 
getting stronger and building muscle is really hard. Uh, but we always need to be coming back to, is my body tolerating it? Am I recovering well from that training? Okay, Warrior Woman, I hope you have a great day, morning, night, and I will see you, hear you, connect with you on episode 90. Warrior Woman, you can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give it love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, tag me in it on Instagram with your biggest takeaway. Hey, warrior woman. So this training, nutrition, and health stuff has challenged you at your deepest level. And now you feel stuck. Maybe you've missed regular training for over a year due to an injury and you feel scared to start training again. Maybe you've tried so many programs, but they didn't work. So now you feel tired, overwhelmed, out of shape, and weak. I believe this stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard. I also believe that we should all feel strong and confident. So I pulled on all my knowledge and my experiences over the last decade and created Warrior School. In Warrior School, I help you swap confusion and overwhelm for a plan to get stronger and healthier. And who doesn't love a good plan? Inside Warrior School, I will teach you the key metabolic nutrition principles to give you energy and support your training. I teach you how to approach training to get stronger and get those results that you want. And I teach you how to regulate your cycle and use it as a tool to support your training. I invite you to become a part of Warrior School in three simple steps. Fill out the application form on my website, Book a free discovery call where we talk about your training and your goals. Three, start training today to get stronger and healthier.